It's, is, it, is it like Good Morning Vietnam? Yeah, Good Morning Vietnam. That's what it was. I had I had a joke with that. I I don't know. This 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 is already off the rails. So let's just talk about Whisper of the Worm. Okay. <laughs> let's jump right into yeah. it. <laughs> cool. So it's a gun. That's the first thing that we can probably agree on. I would say. What is it? Yeah, it absolutely is a gun. Mm. I don't have it. You don't have it? No. I Why don't you have it? I'm a loser. It's not That's particularly fair. easy to get, to be fair. That's debatable. So. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, compared to a lot of achievements in, in Destiny, it's it's one of the more difficult ones. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. Um... So let's talk about the weapon's lineage then, right? Let's start let's start as far back as we can go because this weapon is kind of a third iteration of gun that we've seen several times now. Um unlike other guns they just come back, hey, Saros is back. Isn't that exciting? This gun has come back in new shapes, new forms with new new uh stories on it. Um so the first gun that we actually saw was the Black Hammer and that came from Crota's End. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then moving on, moving forward, it came back as an exotic, the Black Spindle, and that came in the Taken King from a secret mission. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we now have the Whisper of the Worm. Uh, I think it's really interesting to see this this evolution because uh, the Spindle really calls out the Black Hammer, kind of mocking it, saying how Hammer... Uh, hammering is like such a, a crude way to get something done and that's that's exactly what crota would make that's what crota would put out into the universe whereas iranak near haluk or iranuk near halak um they made the black spindle it's more precise it's it's threads and uh, the tapestry of the universe and how they are like creating and uncreating all stuff like that, and now mm-hmm. we finally got the. Is this your plan, Rhino? You are very distracting. I have no plans. <laughs> you clearly had a plan. You're so distracting. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I can't, I can't make it out. What's what's the rest of it? It's a face. Oh. Those are the teeth. Hmm. Um. Now we have the whisper of the worm, which is the iteration given to us. From Zol, so there's a little bit of uh, contention that I've seen. Mm-hmm. There's there's the two sides of thought, um, and I think Guardian is one side, and I'm the other side. I don't know what uh, Rhino and Baxter are. Uh, so Guardian, why don't you tell me your interpretation of the Whisper of the Worm? I'm not sure yet. I kind of feel like it could go either way, depending on how you read the many little details of the card. But to me, it almost kind of seems like the Whisper of the Worm can either be literally Zol himself like his essence put into the gun mm-hmm. or the other option is that the whisper of the worm is an idol created by the taken that he uses to feed and like reading mm-hmm. the card i still can't decide which one i want to go with if it is Zol or if it's just an idol for Zol. so then uh specifically the whisper of the worm lore entry uh baxter what are your thoughts on that like how do you how do you interpret it so hang on, let me. I was busy typing something else. Um, I I don't. I've read through the card a few times, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I take away from it. You know, I mm-hmm. I think I think that the we did suspect. I know when we killed um, 
when we killed Zol, you know, mm-hmm. we did suspect that that wasn't the end. We didn't we didn't know for certain, but we we suspected as much. So that didn't really come as a surprise. But I mean, I don't really know. I've read through it a few times, and I. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what to take from it. I don't know what to what to to draw from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rhino, do you have any uh, concrete <laughs> interpretations? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely do think it is an evolution of a mm-hmm. weapon over time. Uh, I think that points to a lot of the the background. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the background of the hive. I, I just. I think what what I what I think about the whisper of the worm and black hammer and and uh, you know black spindle, I think about the it, it it's it's you know how the light is connected everywhere. I think the darkness is kind of doing the same thing. It's it's connected everywhere. Mm-hmm. So whether this is directly tied to one specific entity or not, I don't think that's the case. I think it's tied to um, the root of the, the hive source or, or whatever that is if you want to call it the darkness if they're true enemies of the darkness and they're tied to that then I think that's kind of where that's drawing from but overall I think the sisters had a lot to do with the construction of that whole uh, weaving the fabric of the universe for them and and their mm-hmm. and their ties to the uh, to the uh, the pact the worm pact if you will so this is just a manifestation of all of those different paracausal abilities that they have attained over time, and it's and it's a physical representation within the gun. The gun itself doesn't necessarily mean uh, like Irhalak or or Irhanuk or Crota or or Oryx was like, here's a gun, go out and shoot somebody with it. No, I think we've learned things over time, and we've we've ripped pieces of the hive and we've just kind of bolted it on this sniper frame. And as Mm -hmm. we're going along, it's evolving and we're finding new pieces and it's kind of like, Hey, this is what's happening, you know? So we're, we're just discovering things and pieces of the hive. That's what I feel. So, so so do you, sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, so, so do you think this is a weapon constructed by guardians? No, I think the frame, the sniper frame is constructed by guardians, but the pieces that, that we uh, wear or adorn the sniper with uh, have to do with that. And, and I don't think it's necessarily like, I mean, we find the weapon in the field. I think that the, the hive uh, have this innate, you know, materia, if you will, that's out there. And, and it's, you know, it's easily uh, gained by our, our guardians if we can find it, if we can search for the clues, if we can piece together the puzzle pieces. And once we do that, then we're able to, you know, bam, here it is. It's a weapon or bam, here it is. Our ghost can help us construct it into a, a, a wieldable fashion or whatnot. Mm. I don't think that that means that we have paracausal powers it, that are similar to theirs. I just, I think it means that we've learned something about them and we're able to uh, unlock a new piece or feature of the materia that they are made of and then use it on our own traditional weapons that we've already gained along the way because if you look at the weapons aesthetic you can see the 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 simple sniper frame underneath all Mm -hmm. of the different visual representations of the actual gun i just think along the lines uh, we can adorn it however we 
see fit and the things that we've found to adorn it with are pieces of the hive and what we're finding are these uh you know because we case in point i mean if you were trying to you know explain game mechanics down to minutiae or split hairs i mean our ghost is able to take any weapon of sorrow that we've picked up along the way and and you know bam there it is it's in your hand right so i don't think that means that he has the ability to use hive magic or logic or whatever i think he's just he's you know teleporting that that piece to you Mm -hmm. Uh, so and i and i think that that's what we're doing we've gained this sniper frame we know how to to uh field uh kit bash all that stuff and what we're using is the hive materia if you will so then would you say that the 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 whisper of the worm is actually the furthest inside still the black hammer i think yeah i think so i do i think that the black hammer has been evolving Hmm. and it's like um what's a what's a good analogy i'm trying to be comprehensive but at the same time not try mm-hmm. to talk to you know ridiculously out of space so what i want to say is maybe it's similar to like uh and maybe it's similar to buying a phone and it has you know operation system whatever and then along the lines you know android or iphone or whatever you know apple puts out their update and it's getting updated right so when mm-hmm. we first found black hammer we found it in its you know in its simple state and as we've gone along and we've defeated these foes and we found these new areas and we've unlocked new mysteries it's changing or we're yeah. finding or we're finding newer versions of it see i don't i don't necessarily agree with that but i think that would be a really interesting way to evolve weapons moving forward it would be awesome if people who had the black hammer from destiny's uh the dark below then also played taken king could find this secret quest they could go on this this quest with their black hammer and then it evolves to the black spindle then the black spindle can carry through and then it evolves to the whisper of the worm just as as an aside from like all that i think that would be an amazing way (laughs) to to continue guns coming forward like give a secret quest where you don't even know what the key is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah, but also so... But I think... I, it, looking at the Black Spindle no, you, you card, go, um, like when you actually look back at it, it kind of... Yeah. It feels like it could be building on the hammer, but I think this gun, yeah. when you look at the Black Spindle card, is more of like every hive god kind of outdoing the first. Because when you read the Black Spindle card, yeah, it literally it's, it's like your Halak and your nuke like laughing at Crota. It's like hot your black hammer, like that's dumb. Like you're a child playing with childish things. It's like we're gonna weave a spindle. Like we're gonna weave it from woe. And then it is kinda confusing. Right. It doesn't really so feel what, like it what it might be the black hammer. What you're hmm? Yeah, I mean I, I do think that's an interesting theory, but I I I'm not convinced personally. I feel as though to me the whisper of the worm it it isn't it isn't an ev- evolving of the other sniper rifles that we've seen, but I don't think it's it's literally building on those in this in the, mm-hmm. in the, the kind of, in the literal sense. You know, I I think yeah. when you think about the way that we get the weapon as well, there's nothing there's nothing within the you know the the what do you call it a mission side quest? I don't the know quest. Yeah, that's a quest. It is a quest. You're right. Uh, there's nothing within the quest to me that would that implies that this is t- to me it feels like this is something that we are given for some reason 
You know, mm-hmm. we killed we killed a dude at the end. This is what we get. And I, I, I yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, I was just I was just having a look at images of the models, and there are similarities between the the black spindle and the, you know, there's a lot of similarities between the black spindle and the black hammer models. Mm-hmm. And there are similarities between the um the black. Uh, sorry, the whisper of the worm and the black spindle. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess that the barrel is very similar, actually. Like apart from the, it, the spikes and it being taken, it is very similar. But is that only for the players to kind of like recognize me? Like, oh, that's the black hammer. Oh, that's the black spindle. Mm. Oh, that's the whisper of the worm. When the the fourth iteration inevitably comes through, made yeah. by Zivu or Roth. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Because uh, when you look at Black Spindle, it like the card makes it sound like this isn't building upon it, um, but it looks mm-hmm. like it's kind of like, oh, Crota has his black hammer. I'm we're gonna make the black spindle because it's gonna be, yeah, we're yeah. gonna one up. And so him. like the whisper so, of the worm is kind of like Zol. Like I see like Crota and I see Iranuke. Like they've made this weapon and it's kind of like their little like flag and precious thing. It's like I want to make one better than them. And kind of show off a little mm. bit. You know, Guardian, um, what you touched on earlier is what I wanted to point out is uh, when you were talking about the weaving and the and the three, <clears throat> the three. If you were talking about weaving space time and and the void, that would be one thing. But when when the sisters are talking about weaving, what they're talking about is ultimately our fate. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the fate of the hive. They're talking about uh, where the origin of their their worm pack power comes from it's this ability to manipulate uh their throne spaces and come up with these different um uh throne worlds and they can ultimately hide themselves from from things crota was was ultimately duped right so when the when the black hammer was created uh, that was pretty much the tail of that weapon uh and and what what they're trying to say is you know hey man you, you were just ultimately not really uh, you were kind of playing with adult toys, but you didn't really know what you were doing, and you messed up. And by the way, we took advantage of you. Uh, we were able to, you know, trick you into doing these things for us. And then the black spindle kind of brought that to light a little bit, I think. Hmm. So, uh, really quick before I say what I what you've kind of made me think, I just want to point out that uh, dancing Viru in the chat says that. Uh, they think Zol wants to ally with the next uh, questionable host after Nocris. This time it's us. Uh, that's how that's how they took it. I kind of disagree with that because I, I don't think Nocris is dead either. And uh, we're definitely going to kind of jump into some stuff involving Nocris's likely, in my opinion, involvement uh, with the Whisper. Uh, and also Mr. Stiv. Where did he say it? Uh, he was asking, or they asked, uh, when you disassemble the hammer, what was the item you that you got that Eris took? That was the uh, black hammer runestone, and it was the clue to finding the black spindle. Because in the quest, there were runes that locked the doors, and they, there was one rune, then two runes, then three runes. And the runes matched up with the runestone's like description of like perks, and it was like unintelligible hive arcana, arcana, whatever. Um, so if you were like clever, you would look at that, be like, "Hey, one runestone, 
two rune stones, but it doesn't have the three rune stones. So maybe there's something off to the side in between two and three. And obviously that's not how it happened. If anyone remembers back in the Taken King, one day someone was just like, I got lost. And then there was Taken everywhere. And it was just. <laughs> that's how it always goes. Oh, this is good times in the past. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. It, it was just here. It was crazy. Um, but I think Nocris is our soul so is kind then, of looking for not an ally, but he's kind of moved to a different plane. So he's not allying with us, but he mm-hmm. definitely sees us as more than an enemy now. Yeah. It, well, I think he still sees us as an enemy, but it's, he wants us as an enemy. But uh, before we get off the, the lineage, I just want to say, so would you, uh, especially with what Rhino was saying, it kind of made me think, would you say that the hammer, the spindle, and now the whisper are kind of the interpretations of their sword logic. So so Hive Gods all believe in sword logic as far as we are to understand, and it's kind of their religion, you know, the, this belief of the world creased on the edge of a sword. But also like religion, there's different like denominations. Nakris believes something so entirely different from Oryx that he saw it as heretical. Um, but that's not to say that Oryx believes it like this, and he focuses on this proverb, or this, whatever it is, uh, Guardian, you can help me. What's a, a chapter in a Bible? A book. <laughs> a book, a verse, a, book? a proverb. Okay, uh, a verse. Uh, so Oryx, Oryx follows this verse, like, to the T. And then Crota comes in, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I see that's important, but this verse is the really important one. And then the sisters are like, okay, those are good, but this verse is even... Uh, more important. So then you have the black hammer embodying Crota's verse. You have the black spindle embodying the sister's verse. And now we have the whisper of the worm, which is the heretical verse, um, which I think it kind of, the the card kind of talks about that. Cause like it's, it's, excuse me, it's lore entry is all about how, like how Zol believes what it believes and it ends with their like their version of kind of like an amen i know it's a lot more than just amen but like in its most simplest terms it's amen ayat uh i'm winded (laughs) (laughs) no i think that was a great explanation uh and that actually that actually um brings to light a little bit what what i was thinking too but I think what you're, I think what you're onto is, is, is a really good way of explaining it in verses. These are chapters, verses, books. Uh, as we're going along in the game and we're uncovering the hive, uh, we're we're learning new scripture, <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. And exactly, yeah. Ayat, you know, Ayat and Seth, Seth Dickinson's uh, explanation of Ayat was was oh. meant to basically. Uh, you know, make his. He puts it more eloquently, and I don't have the quote in front of me right now. But it, it's yeah, to make an incision in your brain so that you can, you will hunt for knowledge. Uh, basically, down stripped down to its fundamental uh, idea is he he wants you to run out and try to find this information. So if you think about that in a hivey sense, if you think about ayat in their sense, why would they want you to come and find this information? Why would they want you to come and learn as much you, as you could about the hive's nature? I mean, look at Tolan. I mean, I, something something that's just been going through my mind as you, as you were talking there is like, why, like, like, do you think that Zol intended us to have this gun? 
And that's another thing. Like, that's kind of the argument that Guardian originally proposed to me that I, I just disagreed with, mm-hmm. that this was kind of like the embodiment of Zol. And that's 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 something that I see a lot. People are saying that Zol is, is living on kind mm-hmm. of like how Oryx did with the Touch of Malice. And I just don't see it like that. They're yeah, saying it's I like, don't... oh, this is Zol feeding off of us. Yeah, I but don't even see it well... as a weapon of sorrow like, um, mm. like uh, Touch of Malice. I don't see it as that. I don't think it's actually taking... Yeah. Um, you know, essence or light or, or, or death and, you know, rerouting it through the weapon and, and feeding yeah. it back to Zol. I don't see it as that. I think it's just like you pointed out. It's a chapter or a verse or a piece of the book, you know, that we're seeing uh, develop over time. I think as far as a weapon of sorrow, like uh, Touch of Malice, w- when you can when you can have a piece of, of, of Zol manifested in a weapon, then I think it'll be different. Uh, this is just more of a mm. physical representation of the hive, or of, well, or, well, of his or logic. Of Zol, yeah. Well, whether it's whether it's like a piece of Zol or not, I guess the the question that I was, what I'm wondering is, do do you think that regardless of the nature of the gun, did Zol want us to have this gun? I would say no, yeah, because that he wants us to search. But I think it's interesting because at what point, if if we go down the route of saying. Uh, Zol wants us to have this gun mm-hmm. then he can't give the gun to us because that would defy you know you, you can't you can't give things to people it, within the sword logic you know you, you have well, to take well they have a different sword logic well they do but I can't imagine it's so different that I mean maybe it is We I, I don't know how di- how different their interpretation of the sword logic is but well, would would the would giving this gun not be the if if that was the case if Zol was literally giving us this gun would it not be the same as the Worm Gods giving us their or giving the Hive their children? It's take yes. this, will give you power, but it but, will also give us. But as as Oryx said when he faced the Worms, um, yeah, when he faced Akka, he said, you know, you gave. And that was, and mm-hmm. that, and that, that was that violated your logic. That was a weakness. Equally, yeah. if if Zol has given us this gun, is that not a violation of the the sword logic? I mean, that's that's a good point. He didn't. I, I I just I think that leads me to believe that the more likely scenario is that Zol wouldn't want us to have this gun. But equally, it's a sniper rifle. It's not like a it's not a weapon that the that the hive would so use then could this could this be a guardian manifestation of something Zol intended for <laughs> for the taken well so the the card of whisper of the worm the header says a guardian's power makes a rich feeding ground do not be revolted they, they are uh, there are parasites that may benefit the host teeth sharper than your own let's throw this here hmm. So I'm, I feel like that kind of makes it seem like so, even if he didn't really want us to have it, we just kind of ran into it, and it's like, oh, well, this could actually work out for me. Like, let's go with this. It's like you guys, like you can kill mm-hmm. my like guys and then take it, and then I'll just feed off of you. So it's more of like, just happened, and he's like, okay, let's go with it. Like this might actually work. Okay. Who do who do so, you think would say that line? The line in the introduction to the Whisper of the Worm. I like Zol entry. Do you think Sol would say that? I feel like I don't know. It sounds like a it sounds like a Toland it, kind of thing to say. No, 
no, uh, makes a rich feeding ground. Well, let's let's explore that. Cause Do not be revolted. Let's explore that's, that. That's what like, if, that's but like, but um, that, there are parasites that may benefit the host. Yeah, but to say a guardian's power makes a rich feeding ground, do not be revolted. Mm-hmm. There are power... Then they're saying, like, because this is what we're doing, there are parasites that may benefit the host, teeth sharper than your own. So they're calling us the parasites. They're not saying they're the parasites. Ah, I, didn't, I, I did not interpret it that way at all. I thought, this is... this is To me, this is saying, um, you know, that there are... There are Sharks. There are large mm. creatures, right? Um, hippos. You know, who, hippos with the birds. Yeah, there there are parasites that feed from the host and they benefit the host. To me, this yeah. is saying a guardian is a feeding ground for parasites. Don't be resulted. Don't don't be revolted by that because the end result is you being stronger. You have te- teeth sharper than you would have otherwise. But so there are parasites that may benefit the host. Yes. Teeth sharper than your own. Mm-hmm. So to say, I, I don't see how you can read that as th- that they are the parasites. The guardians are the parasites feeding off of the hive, in this case, being tricked to feed off the hive. <laughs> they have teeth sharper than the host, than the hive. No, I, I don't. I No, I don't see it that way at all. See, and I kind of see it. I, I see oh, it sorry. as the... No, you I was gonna say for me, like when I read that, it kind of makes it seem like it's more of Zol. Like I picture it as Zol talking to the Hive and going, "It's like more or less like they lost the gun, and it's like the Guardian now has it. It's like don't be a revolted that the Guardians have this gun because even though like like the Hive think we're parasites, they think we're little bugs for the Traveler, mm-hmm. and it's like don't be revolted because mm-hmm. they are more effective than you guys, like teeth sharper than your own, like yeah. they. That's, kill that's, a lot more than you guys, so why not feed yeah, off of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I see. I see the, what you're saying. That isn't how I interpret. I, I mean, it isn't how I interpreted it. Um. I, to me, it's it's. It, but this is this is to me. This is somebody. This is why I, I didn't think it was like in your interpretation. It makes perfect sense that Zol would be the person who would say that. To me, this is somebody saying to a guardian. You know. So then you're saying this would be Tolan saying, "Hey, don't be afraid," or not necessarily Tolan, but someone yeah, like somebody, Tolan, somebody like Tolan saying, uh, "Don't saying, be, don't afraid. be afraid of dark things, yeah, because they have sh- teeth sharper than your own." Okay, yeah. now I get that. Yeah, okay. So mm, okay, that's interesting, that, though. What? I mean, I, th- thinking about it, have, uh, now that you've said that. You know, maybe maybe your your interpretation's more likely. No, I, I feel um, I feel the same about yours as well. It's, there's definitely <laughs> oh, great. there's definitely flipped. multiple there's definitely multiple ways to to take this. And Rhino, I did not mean to cut you off there. That's okay. So I'm sorry. I'm just talking over you guys. Hey, <laughs> no, we're talking so, over you. <laughs> so let's explore that. Let's theorize. What if Tolan was leaving these as breadcrumbs for you to find along the way, so that you'll ultimately do the same thing he did. Let's just let's go into spin foil mode for just a second. And if Baxter is correct about that, what if these little pieces of the hive are kind of like uh, Tolan's version of the Exo Stranger? He's leaving these things out there as breadcrumbs for you to find the trail yeah. and come down. What if I? I sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry, I'm sorry. Guys. That's all. Just what if? Uh, uh, no, I can I really see it like how you were saying, Baxter. Because then, like, imagine Tolan coming to us, and mm. he says, "A guardian's power makes a rich feeding ground." And we're like, "What the 
fuck is wrong with you? Why would we, why would we do that? Yeah. And then he goes, do not be revolted. There are parasites that may benefit the host saying, take in a parasite because they're mm-hmm. going to help you. They're mm-hmm. going to have teeth sharper than your own. Mm-hmm. And in our, in this case, the parasite is the whisper of the worm. Yeah. That's, that's a really, oh man. I mean, maybe not though. It's interesting. I'm glad we talked about this because I didn't think that that opening introduction was controversial. Hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, so then let's move on uh, into the card because I have something that I want to say about the card. So one of the interpretations that we already kind of covered is that this card alludes to Zol becoming the gun, and it doesn't necessarily seem that way. We seem to kind of agree that's not the case. Are you drinking out of a tin can? No, it's a, uh, it's a, it's just a metal cup. <laughs> it's great because it's. Um, I mean, I don't know. Are we allowed to do product placements? I don't know. Turn the label. I got up. it. I got it from. I mean, Twitch might, like, cut us off or something. I don't know how that works. It's, it's from. It's from Nespresso. Mm. I'm not drinking Nespresso though. It's tea, obviously. Oh. Um, right. but. Well, back back to the topic. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's really good though. It's very well insulated. Keeps my tea warm for for a long time. <laughs> But so uh, the, that that was one interpretation. My interpretation was actually very different. I seem to be extremely alone in my interpretation of this. So I, I, it doesn't make me feel like I'm wrong, but it makes me feel like how do I convince everyone else that they're wrong? Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to read the card really quick. Zol, the will of thousands, perished but was not destroyed. Death is a road. Death is a metamorphosis, the unsacred union between destroyer and destroyed. That which might defeat gods, that... The might which defeats gods, a god, is also the ambrosia that a god craves, the meat-sweet logic of existence asserted by violence, the binomial decision between two ways of being which deny each other. In dying, Zol fed richly. The important, the important uh, part of the card, in my opinion, is the second paragraph here. Uh, now came Zol upon the taken unto the taken upon Io, who fed Zol with plunder and tried to make it of it make it make of it an idol and a commanding will. Yet Zol was bound joyously to the very logic that sustained it in its death. It wanted the sword proof, the single proof. It wanted to become a rule which divided the mighty living from the mighty dead. So it whispered the anthem anatheme, the temptation to dominate the objective universe with the subjective will. It said, I shall be an engine to make your desire hegemon over your conditions. It said, wield me and use me to test your foe. This was its worship, Ayat. So, when I read this card, I like I obviously had to look up a couple words, because that's, that's what it is, you know, you don't know everything. So, it whispered the... Essentially, Zol comes to Io. This is this is my interpretation. Zol comes to Io, and the Taken are going, "Hey, hey, like lead us. We need a leader. We need you to lead us." Which is kind of contradictory because we've seen a lot of things with Taken seemingly being led by Savathun. But would this not be the same? Are they just doing the same mm-hmm. to Savathun? Are they saying, "Hey, Savathun, lead us. We'll make you an idol. This is the eyes of Savathun. You can use it for your eyes. This is the whatever of Savathun, and so on and so on." But Savathun's going like, "I don't want to take it. That was my brother's thing. <laughs> whatever." <laughs> and so, yet Zol was bound joyously to the very logic that sustained it in death. It didn't. It also didn't want to take it. 
It wanted the sword proof, the single proof. The It wanted to become a rule which divided the mighty living from the mighty dead. So it whispered the anthem anatheme, the temptation to dominate the objective universe with the subjective will. It said, I shall be an engine to make your desire hegemon over your conditions. So uh, desire hegemon over your conditions essentially means it will make what you want more important to you than the conditions that you live in. So it's kind of like saying, hey, taken are of subservient will. That's how they're created. They're they're broken of their will. They have no will of their own. They need a leader. They see Zol and they crave Zol. They know Savathun is somewhere nearby. They're craving Savathun. They're trying to get someone to lead them. And that's all they know how to do. But here comes Zol and he says, the temptation to dominate the objective universe with the subjective will. The taken are the subjective willed and they're gonna dominate the objective universe. By giving them the anthem anatheme, it set them free from that subservient mindset. It said, wield me, the anthem anatheme, and use me to test your foe. That's how I interpret it. Essentially, hmm. Zol flew over Io, metaphysically or whatever, and set the Taken free from their lack of a leader and made them their own leaders, like a revolution or whatever. Hmm. Any uh, challenges? <laughs> it's n- it's not how I interpreted it, but as I kind of said, I I struggled to really get anything from this card. Yeah, I mean uh, uh, that 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 sounds too harsh, but you know, I I just I I wasn't I wasn't sure what what message I was trying what message was trying to be conveyed. Um, mm. That definitely sounds possible. Like you know, I can't mm. really disagree with it. Um, Temptation to dominate the objective uni- the universe with the subjective will. It's so contradictory. Because if 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 you think about the Taken in their current state, like before before the Whisper of the Worm existed, right? We see them in two places, and it's mm-hmm. outside, like directly outside of where the Traveler's Shard is, mm-hmm. and on Io, where mm-hmm. there's Traveler energy. It almost seems like they're just doing the last thing they knew: Traveler attack. You know they're they they're mm-hmm. they're linked onto that energy, and it might even just be that that's that's their feeding source, like that that they just need that to survive, and they're just doing the bare minimum to survive while they're hoping to find a new leader along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's possible. They, they right. They don't seem very directed. You know, if they were directed, they'd be attacking us. They're not attacking us. They're very passive in in their placement. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I. You know, doesn't that have something to it, do with their blight, the the traveler's light, and and all of that? If you're thinking of it like they're just needing a source to exist, what do you mean? Well, uh, well, this this is just I don't know. You know, this is just <laughs> a serious question. But like for instance, um, we know that their blights are are they send they seem to. They seem to um, kind of come, you know, pop in and out of areas where there was the most um, light, I guess. If you think mm-hmm. back on past missions that we've had in game mechanic world, if you think about where we found the Taken uh, and their blights, uh, their little portals to come into our, our existence or whatnot, mm-hmm. 
if you think about those areas, they were, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, they were areas where there were uh, big sources of light, or something happened where there was a collision of light. Well, like if you were to go back into the Taken King, when they had a leader, they were everywhere. The only yeah. place they weren't was the moon. They were very offensive. They were very, we are going to spread out and cause as much chaos as we can because that's what our leader is saying to do. It was very direct. But now it almost seems like they're kind of receding. They're just going to where the food source is. And it it, it seems like they don't have a leader and they need a leader in this kind of, because that's what the Taken have been. Like, like Eris has said, like that they're, they're not going to just disappear. They're going to fester but they don't have a leader. They don't have a will of their own. It's It's been kind of, I don't want to say like concrete, like proven or anything, but it's been kind of hammered into us that the Taken need a leader and they currently don't have one. So if they don't have one, what do they do? What's what's their default? Twitching. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you see that a lot throughout the D2 campaign and everything, because like you said, we see like Eyes of Savathun, and like we see Taken everywhere, and it feels like they're really trying to find someone. And we know Savathun is kind of mm-hmm. like slowly seems to be seeping her way into our solar system, but it might also be like the mm-hmm. Hive and the Taken, or like maybe she's trying to control the Hive, and then the Taken are just like, hey, there's someone, let's go follow that person. Like, yeah, can we come? Can we come? Yeah. And it really feels like they're just kind of wandering aimlessly and i feel like like what you said makes a lot of sense because even the grasp of Nacris seemed to have have some appeal of savathun like there was that one adventure where they were saying like savathun uh use our strength or whatever that uh one of the adventures i think it was on mars like at the end it was like they were they were calling out to someone they said savathun leave or come out of the void use our strength like something along those lines it's it's like everyone is trying to get savathun to lead them or to be at the very least on their side so do do these entities know something that we don't know like is there a war coming which i think is really interesting because they're they're searching for savathun we're seeing savathun we're not seeing um yeah zivu which would i feel like would fit a lot more with the hive and the taken of war and dominance because Savathun, as far as we're aware, just kind of went off and did her own thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to go f- see if there's like other ways of living besides what we're at. So you think that the Hive and the Taken would immediately kind of go to Zivu instead of Savathun. Mm. That's I, true. I, yeah, but I, I think, you know, uh, Oryx, Savathun, and Zivu Arath all personify the, um, the philosophy of the Hive in a different way. You know? Mm-hmm. And... You know, like, like, I, I, I know what you mean in, in, in that, in, 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 like, an obvious, in a, in a very straightforward sense, Zivu is definitely the, the, you know, in terms of domination, and you know, like, she's, she's the knight, she's the one who will go in there with a sword, and, you know, destroy everything. But Savathun, maybe, maybe, the, the Taken and the, and that the hive in our solar system needs somebody more like Savathun right now. I, I don't mm. know. Or, or maybe... They need more than brute force. They yeah. need someone who yeah. can be clever and Yeah, cunning. brute force mm-hmm. did not work out for them with Oryx. So they might go, oh, shoot, that didn't go well, so let's try to find someone who's not just going to try to attack them. And with Savathun being yeah. cunning. Yeah, they need to be, yeah. they need to be I think it also kind of be interesting with that to see... 
Because, like, Zol, with this gun, if he did kind of intend or is okay with us using it to feed him, it kind of makes it, like, he's mm-hmm. opening his mind to more than what the Hive are used to. And I feel like Savathun's kind of on that same path, or was last time we saw it, which is billions of years ago. Um, but it'd be kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see, like, what if the Hive and Taken are like, okay, we're searching for a way out of the slavery that we're in. And that's why they're kind of looking to Savathun. It's like, maybe Savathun found a way out. Or she's got yeah. something else that we want out to. Or that's, remember, that's kind of what I was. Remember I was, uh, Malak. Thinking. This is making mm-hmm. me think about Malak and his story. Remember his. Um, how did it go? He was trying to to uh, hide. He was Savathun's son sent to Oryx to like poison his tithe, but Oryx was uh, Oryx caught on to it and took him as like a uh, screw you to his sister. Right. Exactly. So if you betrayed your maker, your mother, you hid yourself from Savathun, or how did that go? It was your tithing does not, let me find it. Your tithing does not reach her jaws. So -hmm. does that mean that if, if, if uh, Savathun was trying to interject that, uh, that tithe from Oryx, then couldn't that be part of the story? I mean, as far as uh, Savathun ra- rising to power, ultimately, I mean, I think, you know, next year we're probably going to be on this Savathun, uh, you know, part of the tale in more detail. Yeah, but. To, to assume that the, the, the late pulse shows our way and that the reef does not, that the, the um, annual pass does not continue that, but like the next expansion continues that, then yeah, Savathun seems the most likely for the, the next expansion to come. Right. Wouldn't it be a surprise if after all of this build-up to Savathun, uh, Zivu Arath appears? I feel like that'd be kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of cool. that's kind of what I was I was gonna say. Maybe it was actually maybe they're all like calling out to Savathun, not because she found a way out and they also want a way out, but because she did find a way out. That that was kind of something hinted at that she wasn't really in on the worm pack at the end yeah. of like the books of sorrow. She was kind of like, Oh, this, this we're, we're in a bad deal here. So maybe she found a way out, yeah. but she doesn't want anyone to know that. So she's kind of like seeded these lies that she's so powerful. Like mm. she's just making everyone think that she's like the epitome of power. And everyone's like, Oh, I got to get on that train. Like we gotta, we gotta get with her. She's, she's crazy strong. In reality, she's just like, coasting living her life without a worm now and she's completely <laughs> out of it like mm. i know that's not i know that's not what i feel like that would make things a little bit more enjoyable because then i'm just picturing savathun just off millions of light years away and just like trying to get summoned by a giant shrieker on titan and just going i don't know stop it like stop it i don't want to come you leave me alone <laughs> as soon as i got out they dragged me back in rsvp thank you for the invite <laughs> I cannot attend. I'm really sorry. I'm on a beach. <laughs> well, we are getting pretty yeah. far into it, and there's still a lot of talked about. So mm. let's try to get back on track yeah. to the whisper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the whisper starts on IO with the mm-hmm. Taken Blade event, everyone's favorite. Uh, and from my understanding, one of the three bosses is that accurate? One of the three bosses yeah. spawns, or is it always Urox just in one of? Three so I've places? only seen Urzok and Vows to Arc. I've never seen Drevis, but Urzok spawns okay. in one spot, but they... or Tarak spawns in the other. Oh wait, is it Urzok? Who's Urox? Urzok, Urzok the Hated. Who's 
Yeah, but who's Uroks? Urok was from the Scion Yeah, he was from the prison. Right. He was yeah. fire guy. Fire guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so Urzak or Valis to Arik have spawned from the event. Yeah. Either way. Uh, so Urzak the Hated was from the Dark Below. I forgot what was his quest. Was he um, Necrochasm? Or was he... I think he was just part of the normal quest. But there was like a quest to kill him. That was like a special thing. Was he um, Necrochasm or Murmur? It was one of the two. I thought it was Murmur. I don't remember. Had to be. Maybe. Either way. If I remember. So Urzak was the Hated, which is a special title. There is only one Hated at a time. It's a very high title for a low-hanging hive. Um, then there was also Valis to Arik, or should we say his other name? Is that like, I don't know. We're trying to keep it a little like PG-13. Rockix, Nick, blank face. Uh, so, so Valis to Arik, Urox, and then Drevis, who is probably the least memorable because they were one of the what were they? One of the Silent Fang, if I remember correctly, from House of Wolves. Um, no, Drevis was um, not the Silent Fang, but she was part of the the Reefors, and we chased her down. But she wasn't part of the Silent I thought, Fangs. Mm. Well, so essentially, we got the vanilla Destiny One, Valis to Arik, who we killed. We've got the Dark Below from Destiny One, Urok, uh, Urzak, who we killed, and then there's Drevis from the House of Wolves, who we also killed. So we have three entities that we've killed. Coming back is Taken, and um, it's it's a really weird thing to see because to be Taken, you have to it's a it's a symbiote that attaches to a must be living host. So. All these dead, all these dead entities. How are they now taken? As we've seen in the, um, I think it was the IO post campaign quest, we see the taken actually take a Vex Hydra, and its primary name doesn't change, but it gets added to. So, in the case of Urzak, he is Urzak, the aspect of hate; Valis to Arik, the aspect of war; and Drevis, the aspect of darkness. Um, mm. So these are three three enemies that we've killed before, seen as taken. There's only really one example or answer that I can think of. Nocris resurrected them, and somehow hmm. the taken took them. That's yeah. I, the taken the taken seem to have the ability to. Well, take I mean, could Zol have done the resurrection? Because didn't Nocris learn necromancy from Zol? I guess that's actually possible. Which I feel like would make yeah. a little bit more sense. But that's that's to say, does that mean that Akka actually had the power yes. to take? Is that how it works? Would every worm have like their 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 power and that's a trick? That's how I kind of interpret it when they talked about Oryx taking Akka's power. It was like he killed Akka and stole his essence and Akka had the ability to take. That's an- but isn't it a symbiotic relationship with a worm that ultimately gives them the power to do that? I don't think the worms can just do it on their own. They're all, they have well, the worm gods specifically. Yeah, yeah, the worm gods can't specifically okay. do it on their own. They have to use, uh, you know, they have to use a weapon. Uh, in the, in that case, Oryx or Nocris, okay. you know, that type of thing. So you think it's the symbiosis that grants the power? That's that's it would be like avenue. so you kill like Oryx kills Akka I mean, and then I, his, Oryx's worm then gains the essence of Akka. So it's kind of like the device for transferring and using that ability. 
I, I, can I anyone think... learn to take though? Is that a, is that a, sorry to cut you off? No, no. Is, I mean, is, that's a good question. you think that's question. like a school book? Is that like a school book ability? Like, oh, I learned how to how to do a backflip, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, that's cool. I'm not gonna learn how to do that. That looks bad. I, and that's just all it is. I think if the you know like we talk about like space magic and stuff, but if the if we don't know. I think we, you know, we, we probably had this discussion before, but we don't know if hmm. all of these abilities are just part of the natural universe, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and I, I if I if I had to choose between one option or the other, I would say that they were, you know, like the the fact that the traveler exists in the universe. The traveler isn't necessarily the source of all light. Light is something that exists independent of the traveler. Yeah. Darkness yeah. is something that exists independent of the worms, independent of the hive. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a part of of the the universe of destiny, and so, following on from that, I think that the powers that come from from those sources are are equally parts of the, you know, uh, they're, they're just the natural fabric of the universe. So I, mm-hmm. I think, technically, anybody probably could take, except. In order to do that, I don't know, you know, like the steps that you would have to go through to be powerful enough to do that and to have the knowledge to do it are probably way beyond, you know, if you look at an average human in in the last city, they don't have the connection to the light to be able mm-hmm. to, you know, um, summon... Hammer a soul. Yeah, what, what you know, to, to, use, to use supers or even to, yeah. to regenerate or anything like that. And it's our mm-hmm. connection via our ghost that gives us that power. But that isn't to say... Sorry, you go. I just wanted to interject really quick. Uh, Dancing Viru, I'm pretty sure you're right. Uh, they said, mm-hmm. didn't Oryx actually learn the ability to take by traveling to the deep? Uh, he learned the secret to commune with the deep directly mm-hmm. by killing Akka. That mm-hmm. was, that, and that's, I'm actually almost mm-hmm. positive that's what it was. It was the worms could connect to the deep and the hive could not. So Oryx killed Akka to be on the same level as the worms to go to the deep and that kind of wraps right back to to Sabathun because she was in the deep when in that adventure on Mars they were saying like leave the deep come to us use our strength or something like that so does that mean that's another episode continue (laughs) well I you you see I haven't done this uh this adventure on Mars I don't think I I I feel like I must be missing out what was the name of the adventure you can probably ask dragon because he 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 used to uh, bring that up a bunch. Okay, I'll so have to. He's probably your best bet. Yeah, to I'll have to. I'll have to do that. That's that's interesting. But yeah, I guess to to kind of finish off my point, I think the mm-hmm. the, the likelihood of somebody who doesn't have a certain power level being able. I mean, if you know, if you look at the if you look at the um the proto hive, you know, like mm-hmm. Oryx would never have been powerful enough to kill a worm god if he had still been Orash. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The, absolutely. There are all of bad. these there are all of these steps that he had to go through to kind of raise his mm-hmm. power level, you know? Like 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 we do in the game yeah, effectively like before yeah. he was at a point where he was able to like acquire this knowledge. So mm-hmm. Well, remember yeah, that's, in that's vanilla. Remember in vanilla Destiny, we had you know things like ascendant energy, 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Th- these are these are uh, realms that we're ascending to. You know, we're 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 passing on our light to the next. Planet. We're growing just like they're growing. Uh, I, I I like to think of it as the way that the the North mythology tells of different realms of the nine realms, and you're ascending to each one. And mm-hmm. and so these these uh, these hive, you know, they've kind of uh, gone to that next realm, if you will. So Oryx has gone to his next realm, and you know, so it's a little bit different for every different enemy we face, but uh, we're growing and we're we're reaching, we're trying to reach the next you know realm. And, it, and just like what you were push, uh, putting out there, Baxter, about how that we as guardians haven't gained the knowledge that that we need yet to kind of hit that next level. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of yes, these fundamental forces are out in the universe and they can be manipulated, but who knows how to do it? Well you have to learn right you have to grow you have to you have to find yourself in a p- position or situation where you can grab that uh that knowledge and use it the way you need to and so, for some people it's might be a gift and for others it might be something that you know they've learned along the way hmm. so then um <coughs> moving into the mission we find ourselves in a lost sector in the same area. The um, something of Lulantan. Lulantan. Uh, well, Grove. The what? Grove. Grove of Lulantan, yeah. uh, which has a secret little um, tunnel where there's a blight. You destroy the blight. You drop down, and it it kind of gives us this giant jump puzzle. And when we're getting close to the end of the jump puzzle. We actually hear the Zol dialogue from that one, um, from the second to last mission of Warmind, where he says, um, "There is no light. Uh, you will drown in the deep, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So it kind of seems almost like they were trying to say that Zol is threatening us for going here. That this was not what he wanted. To kind of answer your question, that that mm-hmm. Zol want us to have the whisper, and he was kind of saying like, "No, this is where you die." Like. This is part two. This is where I kill you. And um, the, the, it, it obviously is not the case. We go in uh, further, just to kind of summarize what happens for those who don't know. We go in further, and uh, there's just blights, and we have to fight our way through more blights. We have to fight our way through more blights. We have to fight our way through. And then we get to the final room where there are more blights, and we have to fight our way through. But <laughs> there's also those three enemies once again. And I think it's really interesting to note that there is a Fallen, there is a Vex, or there is a Cabal, and there is a Hive entity. Mm-hmm. All of them are taken. All of them are someone that we killed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're there again, and if you can successfully kill all three of them, using whatever strategy you do, you get the Whisper of the Worm. But there's another secret within um, this quest, which was actually... let me get his name to give him a shout out um uh noah actually asked us on twitter uh Mm -hmm. if you want to ask us questions you can tweet at us we'll put out a tweet usually before or you can just add us and we'll we might get to it on an episode the next episode or just a future episode if we're going to talk about the topic he asked why do the oracles appear in the whisper mission does this mean the vex are able to create oracles outside of the vault of glass um, and that's actually the other secret. There's there's a portal which looks into the Vault of Glass, and you can actually destroy oracles there. 
and uh, you summon it. What is it? You summon it by gathering the chests, right? I, I haven't done the, the, um, the that side quest. Oh, that's the but... Guardian, because I know Oh, sorry. Has... Yeah, so, because you go through... <laughs> sorry, I just, my brain had to readjust. Um, You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you go through and you collect... I think it's like five chests that you collect along the way, and then you get to the last mm-hmm. part where you have to destroy the oracles in the correct pattern, and then it summons another chest yeah. that then gives you more essence. And it's actually the same pattern that they spawn in the vault of glass. Mm. But specifically what we're looking through is the portal scene as you're going, um, to Atheon, to the, the glass throne, uh, the final room in the vault of glass, the, the jumping puzzle just after the Gorgon's maze down to the, the bottom left, there's a dead Vex portal. That's not active. People used to like jump over there and climb their way up to it. And they were like, something's in here. This is a thing. Oh my God. What is this? Finally in taken King, we actually got access to it. It was in the paradox mission where if we diverted away from the final end and we found a series of ghosts, that portal would open and it would send us to the end of the Vex where we fight um, a taken Minotaur. Mm-hmm. And by defeating the taken Minotaur, we d- we save the Vex and we be- begin the quest for the no time to explain. But what I think is, is really interesting is why does the Grove of Ulantan, where these taken are, are holding up, have a portal through which is the same that we saw the end of the Vex that was being executed by the taken? It, it seems like this portal was their entryway to end them in my opinion i think the clue there to is to go in uh, and just to, to finish my thought <laughs> just to finish my thought really fast sorry i think it it really comes full circle when you look at what we have in the paradox we have a vex in the whisper we have cabal hive and fallen these are the four primary enemies that we fight. It seems like they were launching a full assault with one of each race to go in to attack the Vex. And what we unknowingly did was we went into Paradox and we stopped the Vex. Or we stopped the Taken Minotaur. And we, at the exact same time, like in a non-linear timeline, because freaking time travel nonsense, we we're in the Whisper mission, stopping the Fallen, the Cabal, and the Hive Taken entities that they were also going to send through. So, I I personally think, it's just like my crazy theory, that that we are in multiple instances of time fighting the same threat and actually saving our own asses on each side. That would be amazing. That would be. That's very organized of us. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike unlike me. We well, should remember? we should tell Osiris. He would be he would be over the moon by that. <laughs> He'd be like, hmm. Yes. Well, <laughs> I remember those ghosts being tied to Praetith, and his he was mm-hmm. ultimately mm-hmm. Lost, lost to the to the Vex in time, if you will. And then mm-hmm. if you think about the mission with Praetith, with the blighted uh, area on Twilight Gap and how that unfolded yeah. and then you know you, you might be onto something um we could very well be uh you know in different time periods time zones if you will and we've just we, we've just witnessed ourselves in the future and now we're witnessing ourselves in the past a little bit yeah hmm. interesting what does everyone what does everyone think about that like that theory because i love it personally <laughs> I, came up with it, so. I mean i i like it I don't yeah. I don't believe it but I do like it. 
You don't believe anything. It's not that I no. I, be, I believe plenty of things. I just nothing uh, I say. Well, that's not true. That's mostly true. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess it's mostly true. Um. No. I. I don't know. I. I. I really like the idea of it. Um. You see, the, I was. I was thinking about it from a. Like a different perspective, but I haven't. I haven't actually done the. That. Quest within the quest. The the side quest. So. Um. I guess so. For one thing, you know, I know, I know. It's. I was just trying to find a, a video of the of the mission. Uh, there is one hmm. on the Ishtar Collective, I believe, because. Oh, is there? Yeah, but it doesn't have the um, the what's it called? Thousand Wings dialogue. side quest. No, it has the it has the dialogue of oh, from from okay. Zol, but it doesn't have the the side quest. But I was yeah. just wondering, like, it's is it actually? I know it says Grove of Ulantan. Mm-hmm. But but is it? I mean that doesn't I, to me this I don't I don't know exactly where it is. Um so the lost sector is the grove of Ulantan. Mm-hmm. It's it's the lost sector in the in the area that the Taken Blight event spawns. But it's the one that people used to to uh farm for faction rallies. But but you know the the jumping puzzle is that mm-hmm. in the grove of Ulantan? So you literally go from the Grove of Ulantan down a secret hole, mm-hmm. and that's the jumping puzzle, like, immediately. I don't think I did that. Maybe I did. I don't know. You can. You only have access to the secret hole through this quest. But so, you know, you, you go through the portal. Right? You don't go through a portal. Oh, you just drop into I a portal. I went hole. through a portal. No, so you go, you, you touch what, the what Taken you, portal. So you go into the taken oh, yeah, portal, the but that take t- like takes you into the grove. The grove, which is like literally like thirty feet down yeah. the hill. Okay, that's too much work. Mm. Yeah, there might be a secret to that. If that if that ultimately ties to what Ulantan uncovered, and if like you said, what you were telling mm-hmm. uh, telling about the taken trying to figure out his different enemies and use them, uh, uh, or I'm sorry. Zol using different enemies to try to understand them and use them as weapons. Wouldn't this be a perfect way to understand guardians and use us as a weapon? If we're ultimately searching these clues and being led on these breadcrumbs by, let's say if it was Zol, uh, by enticing us for this, you know, by this weapon and we go down the, the, the rabbit hole, if you will, of Ulantan's grove into that area. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, if you look at the the card for uh, a thousand whispers, doesn't it kind of exp- you know kind of lead you onto that? Yeah, I'm sorry, a thousand wings. Doesn't it kind of lead you on that that thought of if the demiurge of the hive is the worm and the demiurge of the vex is thought and the demiurge of the fallen is ether, uh, you know, and the cabal is authority. He's trying to figure out what's the demiurge of the guardians. Now I've got to lead you yeah. on this rabbit chase, and then I'll figure you out. I I have some strong opinions on that the the thousand wings uh, lore tab because Ulantan is one of my my favorite uh, entities in in the lore like basically my favorite warlock because Osiris sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how well it fits with this though. Uh, do you do you think we should cover the thousand wings because it is basically it's it is the ship that you get by doing this mm-hmm. secret quest. I mean, um, I, but I it doesn't it's... actually tie much into the whisper specifically. I think it does to an extent. It might be worth spending a few minutes on it. All 
Because yeah, I feel like when you look at the card, what it's kind of saying is like we are a tool, like we are tools mm-hmm. to something else, and the the card kind of brings up the question of like literally, it's like what gods wield us. So it's saying like we use a gun, and that's our um, like that's our tool, and like so we're a that's, tool that's... to something else. Yeah, and here's some bullets. Let's see what happens. And it... so that's that's how you interpret it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll read through this card really fast just for anyone uh, listening. The Demiurge of the Hive is the Worm. The Demiurge of the Vex is the Thought. The Demiurge of the Fallen is the Ether, which is Survival. The Demiurge of the Cabal is Authority. These are things, both constraint and power, which define the universe of possible actions. These are the rule makers and instruments which enforce reality. Give a power to a guardian, and they shall know that power as a weapon. For when the guardian chooses to alter the world, they do so with the bullet and the blade. Grant a guardian godly power, and that guardian shall fashion it into a perfect rifle. The demiurge of the guardian is the gun. But we must remember that the demiurge is not the god. It is the only thing which converts perfect divine will into imperfect material form. We may wield the demiurge, but if we do, what god wields us? So that actually does kind of tie right back into the whisper. Yeah, I think. Is I that think saying it does. that we made the whisper? We physically crafted the whisper of the worm through this event. See, that's what leads me to believe what I what I started off when we were talking. That's this is what led me to believe that uh, the whisper uh, is um, kind of part of our own creation. Yeah, yeah, in an evolution. But you know, we had we had a lot to do in in. Uh, putting the puzzle pieces on the sniper frame if you will and and Mm -hmm. and and, but what's funny is i don't think that it's ultimately i don't think it's apparent to us yet that um maybe it is but it's not in a way that's you know just strikingly uh, apparent to us that we are a gun and he's giving us bullets and we're going to ultimately be the the weapon of his choosing Mm-hmm. Or he wants that, or somebody wants that. I mean, it's one of those things where I think that'd be really interesting, and I think we just haven't really seen that from our guardian as far as like um, creating a weapon. But it does kind of seem like with that, it's more or less like we go in there and into like this place that might as like might actually be the deep or part of the deep or have a connection to the deep, as Zol says. And we go in and we kill the Taken, and we have that essence and that power. And just because of Guardians who we are, we just make a rifle out of it. We just go, like, here's this power. It's like, yeah. But instead of doing anything with it and harnessing it, we're just, I'm going to make a snap rifle out of it. And that's kind of how we get to that creation phase. I mean, it, in a sense, though, is it is it that we actually make a rifle out of it? Or is it that that is the, that is the way that... You know, it's. I. I don't know if it's an intentional act. Do, do you know what I mean? I'm. I'm not. I don't know if a guardian says, "Oh yeah, that power would be great. I'll make a gun out of it." It's that no. the way that that power presents itself to the guardian is a gun. That's true, and I, I feel like that probably makes I, more I just, sense because we just we've never seen our guardian at least like create a weapon. Like we haven't seen people create like. Well, unless you're a gunslinger or a blade dancer. That's true, but that's like pure. Well, I guess that's not a dawn blade. But I mean, there's a there's a difference there because that's a a power that we have inside of us because of the traveler. But 
Exactly. Give a power to a guardian, and they shall know that power as a weapon. Weapon mm-hmm. for when a guardian chooses to alter the world, they do so with the bullet and the blade. So, like we we were given the power of the light, and we were like, oh yeah, this is a weapon. A, t- a striker titan will make themselves a weapon. They will be the force that comes down. A gunslinger crafted it into a gun that shoots mm-hmm. it, or the blade, or the staff. Dawn blade, like it, there's so many variances of it, but that's that's what we especially. Did. So yeah. what about like because yeah. that kind of we make that gets more obvious, especially with the catalyst, because we're literally collecting the yeah. essence and using it to mm-hmm. better our weapon. So we're literally <laughs> taking, which could be the same thing with the whisper, as we literally have the essence mm-hmm. of the taken, and we have the ability to manipulate. We're yeah, crafting we're crafting it. a weapon with it, and the more we collect, the more we add yeah. on to the weapon. So. Um, but it's interesting, you know. I I don't I don't know if I agree with Ulantan here. Uh, what part? Like the whole part of how we're being we're being led on to be a weapon. No, the the part about so the demiurge of the hive is the worm. Oh. Okay. Like his idea, like how he views our enemies. Well, I'm, well, no, I think that's I think that's probably right. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. The demiurge of the hive is the worm. Okay. The so demiurge is a being responsible for the creation of the universe. Now I would use the other definition of that. I, I had a feeling that you were gonna mm-hmm. that you had it I, that you had to pull it up. Uh, the Gnosticism and other theological mm-hmm. systems, a heavenly being subordinate to the supreme being that is considered to be the controller of the material world yeah. and the antagonist to all that is purely spiritual. I think that's the well, definition uh, that's, that they, they okay, use. But I, I don't think that changes my point too much. Let me okay, just... Go on. Uh, where was it? So, the if we let, let, let's forget about the word demiurge. You know, mm-hmm. the something of the hive is the worm. The something of the vex is the thought. The the something of the fallen is the ether. It th- these are the these are the things that the hive, the the vex and the fallen, like, need to survive. I mean, maybe maybe guardians need guns to survive. I don't know. Well, I think what it's more saying just, is that like the light is our demiurge essentially, but the hive view. No, no, it's it's well, it's not it saying that. It's a weapon, it's but a then it can. Is. But then it's it goes not, to yeah, say not, like on there. Um, give a power to a guardian and they shall know that power as a weapon so essentially i still yeah. read it back as like the light is technically our demiurge but we always use it with a weapon right. so that's why she, that's why yeah, no i just dis- i disagree with that i don't think i don't think it is and saying the light is the demiurge I, the light is the I power think, and the gun is the demiurge i th- i agree with guardian and i uh to reinforce that going back to the card the demiurge of the fallen is the ether which is survival they use the ether because their actual demiurge is survival, but they use the ether mm-hmm. to create survival. Sure. So ours is the gun, but we use the light to create the gun. Well, to he's, create it's Ulan Tan, but then and he's it, giving you a warning. He's basically telling you, listen, if you give a power, if you give a power to a guardian, and they shall know that power as a weapon. For when a guardian mm-hmm. chooses to alter the world, they do so with the bullet and the blade. What he's saying is, but we must remember. That the demiurge is not the god; it is the mm-hmm. thing which converts perfect divine will into imperfect yes. material form. He's telling you, listen, you're going around and you're grabbing all these weapons, and you think it's cool because you can make all these guns and craft them to whatever you want to make out of it. And yeah, you're getting really power. But listen, if we may wield the demiurge, but if we do, what god wields us? 
he's warning you like you can go out and crave all these powers and weapons and abilities and all this stuff but if you do that you're ultimately submitting yourself to the will of your god your demiurge yes yeah i, I agree because... with that 100 percent, and i think that reinforces the fact that the gun is the demiurge the light is not the demiurge so just to to because this is this is why this i was like reading through this a lot and I, it wasn't really making sense to me so like i i kept like looking for like further explanations of the definition um in the wikipedia page the word demiurge in english word uh derived from demiurgus blah 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 blah. it was originally a common noun meaning craftsman or artisan but gradually came to mean producer and eventually creator the physical philosophical wow usage of the proper noun derived from plato's uh plato's whatever written where the demiurge is presented as the creator of the universe the demiurge is also described as the creator in the platonic middle platonic uh, philosophical traditions and the various branches of neoplatonic school the demiurge is the fashioner of the real perceptible world after the model of the ideas but in uh, but is still not itself the one the arc dualist ideology of the various Gnosticism the material universe is evil while the non-material world is good according to some strains of Gnosticism the demiurge is malevolent it is it is linked to the material world in others including the teachings of the uh, uh, Valentinus the demiurge is simply ignorant or misguided so those last two are the ones that I really feel plays with with what this card is trying to tell us it's it's that the demiurge is a mistake that we are we are taking the light and our demiurge is the gun i I, i'll agree with that you know Mm -hmm. whatever it is because it's 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 wrong to use the light in this way ulan's hand believes founded symmetry which believes that goodness needs to be done to bring the traveler back and what we do with it isn't goodness. We're starting wars. We're, we're killing others. Even if they are attacking us, what we're going about is wrong. We're doing it the wrong way. We shouldn't be crafting light into weapons because we're making a perfect, non-physical, divine will, the light, into the imperfect, malevolent demiurge, the gun. That's that. That was my well. Like so, my interpretation of like the word demiurge in this context is that the demiurge is because the the definition is like the crafter, a creator. Um, but I kind of took the definition as this is what defines like the hive. This is what defines us. Like this is the creator of what makes the hive the hive. It's their worm. That's what makes yeah. them the hive. Yeah. So that's kind of the interpretation. He wants you to know that what you're doing is ultimately similar to what our enemies are doing. And if you keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing, you're you're going to become just like them. They're the warning yeah, of what, what your ultimate future will be if you continue on this path of trying to uh, grow your power in such a way. It, it, like for the cabal, what's funny is, uh, you know, the cabal were still a little bit mysterious, but the like, for instance, the black goo that they're made of, it's hackable. Like, our ghosts can hack that. And uh, it, they use it for fuel. They use it for life. They use it to, to power their their empire, their machines. Their, they fly on the, the stuff, the goo. And then the fallen are using the ether. And then, you know, for the hive, you know, it's it's a little bit more paracausal than that. But uh, it, what are we using? You know, See, we're using yeah. our... 
I was gonna say I would disagree with the the idea that this is Ulan Tan like warning that if we keep using it like that we're using it incorrectly. I feel like that's not what Ulan Tan is saying. I feel like Ulan Tan is just trying to bring up the idea. It's like that we are not gods in ourselves. It's like because the last sign is, but we must remember that the demiurge is not the god. It is the only thing which converts perfect divine will into imperfect material form. We may wield the demiurge, but if mm. we do, what god wields us? And I feel like it's more of Ulantan not saying what we're doing is wrong, but it's more of just saying, like, hey, there is something bigger than us. It's like, you have to remember, like, we are serving like something Baxter else. Is... Like, there's something else out there. I feel like Baxter is going to explode, so let's do that. Oh, no, no. I, I, no, I was, I was happy. Like... I was listening. No, no, I was I was listening to everything. I think, I think you know, there's, there are a lot of good points. Um, I, I was I kept on reading that Wikipedia article, and um, there was another there was another point further down, which which really just reiterated what Anon was was saying before. Several systems of Gnostic thought present the demiurge as antagonistic to the will of the supreme being. His act of creation occurs in an unconscious semblance of the divine model, and thus is fundamentally flawed or else is formed with the malevolent intention of entrapping aspects of the divine in materiality. Thus, in such systems, the demiurge acts as a solution to, or at least possibly the problem or cause that gives rise to, the problem of evil. Yeah, right. That's That was the quote I couldn't find again. Thank you. But, so but then... That, to... to um, because I forgot what it was. I knew it existed. And um, so just to, to finish off my original statement, though, mm -hmm. we are the cause of evil. It is symmetry. There is good. And because there is good, there is evil. And we cannot have one without having the other. And by crafting our, our light into weapons, all we're doing is saying, come fight us. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's essentially what I was trying to say. But I, I also think it's interesting looking at, uh, you know, it does... When you say, you know, be careful what gun... If you're going to wield a power into a gun, be careful which power you wield into a gun because that power is actually acting through you. You know, we wield the Traveler's Light into weapons and we fight the darkness mm -hmm. with those weapons. But what happens when we wield the power of the darkness into a weapon? What happens now? I'm not saying that we wielded. I'm not saying that we we forged the weapon. But what happens when you take something like Whisper of the Worm and you use that? I you might be clue... using that with good intentions, but is somebody else working through you? Yeah, I think yeah, the clue exactly. is found in the bond of symmetry. By uh, you know, if you read that, the light alters us. Yet all that we do with our light alters the light. Thus, there is symmetry. Ulan Tan's philosophy mm. is that if you're going to, just like the darkness, if you're going to manipulate that, it's going to manipulate you. Mm. All right. Um, does anyone have? We're we're kind of coming close to our uh, our time. Uh, does anyone have any like closing statements? I will say this was a great conversation. It has made yeah, me rethink so quite a few things. Um, which is always good. Yeah, that's that's why, like I always say, like uh, getting questions are some of the most important things. Some people feel like they're so useless to the lore because they don't they don't mm. know as much, 
And it's like, no, that doesn't make you that doesn't make you useless. You're just as valuable because you can read something entirely different than how the four of us read it. And mm-hmm. we're just going to be sitting there like, yeah, yeah, this is what it says. We all agree and we're all shaking hands. And then this other person who doesn't know anything, they just read one card today and they are just getting into destiny. They're like, hey, doesn't this mean that? And we're just like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's there's so, so much easy just to there's so much it. you can learn by different perspectives. I mean, the best thing that exactly. you can do in life is ask questions and and I think that's Absolutely. important for everybody. You know, don't be afraid of questions, don't be afraid to show your vulnerability because the more vulnerable you show to others, the more the stronger you become. Uh so, yeah. you know, knowledge knowledge is power, but knowledge is not meant to be kept. Uh, the po- the power from knowledge is sharing. That was uh, I feel like Ulantan could not have said it better himself. <laughs> or GI Joe. Mm. Well, well I know. mean they were similar in many ways, and in, in many <laughs> other ways not that similar at all. No. Yeah. This. <laughs> uh, okay then. So if you have questions, you should look us up on Twitter. We are at Loose Cannon Show and. Uh, we are on several podcasting sites in case you uh, came into the show late and you're like, oh, I wanted to see the beginning. The past broadcast is here now. I remember to check that box off. We are on Spotify. That's probably the easiest one. Uh, Google Play. Sa- it says we're on Google Play, but I've heard some issues about it. Uh, we're on several others like uh, Pocket Casts, Overcast. There's a bunch. Uh, iTunes says we're on it, but again, it says that we're not on it when you actually go on iTunes. Uh, in a few days, I'm going to look into it, see if there's something like that went wrong and that needs to be done to further push it. Uh, future endeavors for this might be a YouTube channel. I don't know how to do that, though, so <laughs> that's a learning thing. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's, we'll get it's there. A, it's a process. We'll assume. We are here to do a show where we learn. So we're going to have an episode where it's me just trying to figure out the YouTube side and just a lot of swearing. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like lots of fun. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, So what do you guys want to talk about on... Let me me pull up the calendar. What do you guys want to talk about on the 26th when we come back? (sighs) It's going to be right before launch too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, like, I I think we should try to stay away from anything forsaken y so that we're not just coming back in the next time, like, hey, we were wrong about that. (laughs) So, let's cover this again. Mm. It's a good question. Yeah. All I can can think of is forsaken. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I know you and, Um, like, Anon, you and me kind of talked about it on the Saint 14 project, the whole kind of path of the fallen and Aldrin, which I think would be kind of an interesting topic going into it. To not go into what's coming with Forsaken, but look at the path of the Fallen and Uldren and kind of how we've gotten to where we are with Forsaken. Mm. So maybe yeah. we'll build up. Yeah, that might be a good I idea. Yeah. I think that might be good. Like a yeah. build up, like a, a primer to Forsaken, like here's yeah. what you've missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could talk about the, you know, going back further into the history as well. You know, the, the Reef Wars and mm. how they how they shaped the way that the Reef is. Well, how, how they shaped how the Reef was at the start of Destiny 1. And then how the the kind of the events of the Taken King affected the Reef as we know it today. Yeah, I feel like that would be really nice to kind of there's, like. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that we can we can easily get sidetracked yeah. into, and and um. So I think I think like kind of a build up would be a a good thing. 
for the next for the next time we're back. So join us live August twenty sixth. It's a Sunday, Sunday morning at nine AM at twitch.tv slash loose cannon show. Uh, Baxter, will you have that that thing ready by then? So yeah. we can just like tweet it out. You will. Well, you can use it now. Oh, I can I can yeah. like, tweet that out. Yeah, like, it, it still needs show work. me show me how to like show me how to like put a put a certain date in. Yeah, I'll do. And, I'll show you uh, afterwards. Yeah, so we're actually uh, Baxter. Baxter made a thing, and I just want to talk about it because it's fucking awesome and it's so <laughs> annoying that he waited four years to make it. It's essentially the perfect LFG tool because you put wow. in your time zone and your time that you want to do it, and anyone who opens it sees it in their time zone. Right? Is that how it works, basically? Yeah, basically. It's not it's so, not specific to Destiny or looking for a group or anything. What, what happened no, was... It's, it's like it's such a great tool for LFG that should have existed four years ago, and it hasn't. And yeah, it's annoying well, that it hasn't. I mean, so Because every day, every day, it's like, well, what time zone are you in? What is that, three hours behind, three hours ahead? Yeah. Uh, when this, this thing it's could have existed, it's like, boop, there but it I, is. But I actually started writing it because I was, I was tweeting about Loose Cannon. And I, I was like, join us at, you know, because I, obviously I'm in, I'm in Ireland, you know, and I, I that use thick Irish accent. <laughs> and um, I wanted to tweet, you know, two p.m. like Irish time, British time, um, yeah. nine a.m. Eastern time. EST. And it's like, why do I have to? get a calculator out and figure out and then what what happens if daylight saving like changes a, a week in, in advance mm-hmm. and i don't know about it i shouldn't have to i'm only a human i shouldn't have to to calculate these things come on this is what oh, robots man, are for gonna suck. Uh, so yeah figure that out but yeah so uh follow us on uh, twitter at loose cannon show and check us out live in two weeks bye bye, bye. where's that button